This is IGN. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A crossover epic off to a good start. This is your IGN review of Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1 by Hayden Mears. Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1 has enormous shoes to fill. The George Perez and Marv Wolfman-led crossover event that gives this animated film the prepositional core of its lengthy title took a hammer to DC's disjointed comics continuity and established a more cogent, more accessible canon. It was an escalation of everything that defined DC stories. Heroes grappling with impossibly powerful foes, insurmountable odds, and lofty stakes that simultaneously feel exciting and ludicrous. Put simply, it's one of the most DC things DC ever published, making a movie version inevitable. And so far, that version is off to a good start, even if Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1 isn't especially satisfying as the first third of a larger arc. That doesn't negate the film's quality, though, because it's not designed to provide any closure. As a showcase for The Flash, Matt Bomer's private struggles, it's mostly effective, and there are so many quiet, sweet character moments that it'll be tough to skip out on parts two and three. At first, it's unclear who is forcing Barry Allen to revisit personal milestones, like his first date with Iris West, Ashley Lathrop the formation of the Justice League, and his wedding day, but it's abundantly clear why. A mysterious entity is killing planets in every reality, and Barry's Earth is next. With so many threads scattered across time and space, Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1 is basically built for incomprehension. For the most part, though, it's astoundingly coherent. Director Jeff Wamister and screenwriter Jim Krieg augment DC's fun, inside-jokey approach to animated storytelling by clogging the runtime with more fisticuffs, world-killing, and last-minute changes of heart that even Batman could predict. When the unrelenting death wave swallows up a parallel Earth populated by an evil Justice League, the team of ne'er-do-wells each privately betray their own fears and existential crises— the fact that we feel anything when their flash is mortally wounded by flying debris serves as a testament to Crisis's ability to subtly humanize even its most one-note characters. Like its source material, Crisis bursts at the polychromatic seams with unscientific just-go-with-its and uncomplicated solutions to massive problems. Gathered at a massive watchtower, heroes from across the multiverse must devise a way to stop the destruction before there's nothing left to save. This chunk of the story is handled quite well, despite feeling a tad rushed. But the action is largely unimaginative. 
a pivotal, protracted battle pitting Lex Luthor, Zachary Quinto, and Amazo, Nolan North, against a newly formed Justice League plays like a reel of recycled fight choreography, a safe and by-the-book sequence that doesn't pack the intended punch because it's merely a slightly rejiggered rehash of good-versus-evil throwdowns we've seen a million times before. Crisis on Infinite Earths is intended as the conclusion of DC and Warner Brothers Animation's current Tomorrowverse franchise, and the voice cast delivers performances comparable to those in preceding entries like Justice League War World or Green Lantern Beware My Power. There are no real standouts here, but most of the emotional resonance falls on Bomer, Lathrop, and North, each of whom lends much-needed enthusiasm and aplomb to their respective roles. Because of its exhaustive setup, the first half-hour of Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1 feels the most tedious and disjointed, but by the time the credits roll and our heroes are reeling from an oh-shit closer, there's enough left unanswered to keep fans invested in this interpretation of a comic book landmark. That's about the best we can ask of this movie. Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1 knows what it is and strives to do right by its source material. There's no depth, no moral murk, no optional profundity for the insight-hungry, just good, clean, marginally sensical fun. The action and performances are nothing to shake a battering at, but it never loses sight of its stakes and mostly prioritizes character over plot. Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1's IGN score? 7. Thanks for listening to IGN. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest Justice League updates, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.